we've received some rather troubling feedback from certain students about this year's reading lists. Now, it's one thing to question formats and secondary reading, but to claim that you haven't even started reading the reading list because you haven't yet finished reading the reading list, that's just a confession of your own inadequate discipline. Look, as an academic that has read everything, I'm hardly going to be sympathetic to arguments that you don't have time. Everyone can make time to read. If there's distractions at home, just go to another one. And don't think the journey there shouldn't be used for reading as well. If you don't value your education enough to find a way to invest in first-class travel, well, don't expect a first-class degree. Up to you how passionate you are about your area of study, of course. But there's infinite ways to make time for reading. Perhaps you're wasting time on petty handling labour, and you could be outsourcing page turns, or note-taking, or even the restorative between-chapter dipping of biscuit in tea. And, of course, what advice I tell all students with concerns over workload Simply start earlier. It's not hard. Why do you think some civilizations thrived while others fell by the wayside? Determination, grit, and starting earlier. I don't know, try putting your bloody gizmos down for a change and take some adult responsibility for your concentration. I mean, if you're making excuses with the reading list... One don't speculate how you'll cope with the correlating coursework. Actually, I will take this chance to give one very grave warning. I must urge you, whatever you do, no matter how desperate, never resort to abridged versions. Never lower yourself to it. I know it sounds unbelievable, but last year some students were caught with such contraband. It still makes me ill to think they got inside the walls. And that abridged deal with the devil is a blasphemy to our expertly curated reading lists. Much like our featured authors who don't make perfect literary choices to then have them maimed and deformed. In my book, to be caught with such illegal material is a mistake that should see you cut from the course. Anyway, to come to me with these excuses I frankly take as a personal insult, because it certainly tells me you failed to prioritise reading my essential collection 101 articles on optimal time management, available in all formats on Canvas. I'd recommend you pick that up first and foremost if you're any academic worth their funding. Because the fact that you find yourself short on time in the first place verifies that you either can't have completed that wonderful collection or you're simply not properly committing to the lessons, both of which are reprehensible. Having said that, don't be totally discouraged from coming to me with your problems, because as a tutor I do offer a listening ear, and I suppose, thinking about it, 
In a way, it does result in saving time, in that it lets me immediately know which pupils would sooner make excuses than improvements. I do look forward to seeing you all at our first lesson. Oh, don't be late. I think you'd be rather intimidated by just how much an academic of my stature can determine from such telling behaviour. What time you arrive at my lesson, how you present yourself, handwriting, complexion. Not much gets past our pedagogical perception, let's just say that. But like any good academic, I shan't reveal too much of my secrets, or I'll threaten the failure rate that so cushions our value. Not to mention, I've actually got a book to finish if I hope to get it on the reading list before Booktober. So, back to the grindstone for all of us. Good day.